Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! Well, you win some and you lose some. Unless you're on the mound, we lose them all. It's time for the second game of our radio doubleheader. I don't know, I want to put this lightly, but I mean, we're getting killed out there, and I think it's pretty much all your fault. This is the hot corner. You do see the trend out here, right? Every time you're on the hill, we get murdered. The inside story on baseball and more. Dude, if I end up back in rehab this season, it's all your fault. A deep dive on baseball and the hottest topics in sports. Look at it this way. You're not the worst little league pitcher on the planet, you just better hope that the kid that is doesn't quit. Uh, I take it back, you're the worst. Now here are your hosts for the Hot Corner, Patrick Harris and Mike Lynch. Martinez, two, Lanzare, Welgus. Coach, I speak English. Dude, you're lucky your mom's hot. On 1080 The Fan. All my life I want money and Welcome into the second hour of the Hot Corner. If you're missing the first hour, you can download that, the Les Schwab Tires podcast at 10inofan.com and the Odyssey app. Speaking of podcasts, the Beers on Us podcast will drop tomorrow at 4 p.m., as it always does on Thursdays. The last episode of Fresh Hop plus day 28 of Beer of the Week from our good friends over at Bearlick Brewing. Drink. Fair or foul coming up at the bottom of the hour here in about 30 minutes. We'll get to that. Uh, something we talked about last week. I'm totally going to take this thing off the rails. Uh, oh, you mean I didn't do that already? <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm walking away from baseball for a moment. Oh, uh, I don't, I, I can do the math. If you guys talk, I can do the quick math real quick, but, uh, the quick math real quick. That sounds dumb. Uh, but I have definitely gone through 500 to 400 of the Rolling Stone top songs. Oh, on my playlist that I built? Yes. And I'll tell you what. There's a lot of pluses, and there's a lot of what the hell's going on. Mm. Well, this will be interesting because I actually haven't listened to it yet. I want to listen to it with my girlfriend, and I just haven't had a, had a chance to go through it quite yet. But uh, looking at the list and knowing your taste in music, <laughs> I think I understand where the what the hell's going on com- comes in because I'm pretty sure Call Me Maybe is in that 400 to 500 range. I did pass Call Me Maybe, and guess what? I have no issue with Call Me Maybe being there. Really? I don't. With being there in a top 500 song <clears throat> of all time? I don't. I have massive <laughs> other issues with a lot of other things. Oh, okay. Uh, I heard a song from The weekend that I thought was really boring. Okay. Was it like How, uh, House, House of, of Balloons? Balloons? Dude, oh, man. I That's- was like, this song is so boring. Is that there, like his most popular song? That's a great song. There's nothing intricate about this song. There's not great vocals on this song. Oh, isn't, aren't the lyrics to that song really like impactful? House of Balloons, Glass Table Girls. Yeah, I thought it was pretty meh. Isn't yeah, that like I've about, never heard like, it before, and I listened to it with open arms. Wasn't that like about like suicide and drug use or something? Uh, no. No? I, mean, I know it's about drug use. I mean, that's like 95% of his songs. Oh, <laughs> I don't know very much about the weekend. Uh, yeah. There was a song by a woman named Solange. That's uh, Beyonce's sister. Cool. Well, your sister's cooler. Um, uh, There is a song that I feel like I've heard before that I was really surprised to make this list called A Millie 
by Lil Wayne. I love that song. And I am so annoyed by that beat that I was really pissed off. And then what really frustrated me. <laughs> that's like an iconic rap beat now, too. But but that's that's what's really frustrated me in this whole list is the modern stuff. I feel. Now, a lot of this stuff I haven't heard. So it's songs I'm hearing for the first time. So mm -hmm. I'm opening, you know, I'm trying to be available. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to look at it openly. And I think I'm doing a pretty good job. Has there been anything that you listened to that you didn't think you would like that you did like? Uh, yeah, maybe. And BTS. I'll, I'll keep scrolling through this, but what blew my That's mind on there once too, I think. was it I is. thought this Weekend song, this Solange song, and this Little Wayne song, which were all back to back to back, I felt were really pretty meh. And I'm already annoyed with you. Um, and love that song. So I just felt that <laughs> modern day music. I mean, Old Town Road was on there. I'd never heard that song before, and I was like, God, this is terrible. You've never You've heard never heard Old Town Road? No, I've I heard it in like every commercial of all time last I year. Say, I feel I, like it was I, almost. I don't, I don't have cable, and I don't listen to the radio. Well, I feel like it was almost impossible to avoid two years ago. How I don't watch TV, and I don't have the radio. There is this thing called social media, also, Patrick. Mm. You know, and kind I of prevalent don't, nowadays. I don't listen to that stuff. Patrick is old. I am old. Uh, and so I thought these songs were really terrible. He called on the podcast today, recording it. <laughs> yeah. He he was trying to think of the term simping. <laughs> and he said, I'm uh, I'm suppering. <laughs> what do the kids say now? Yeah. Suppering? I mean, I'm sitting down to supper over these guys. S sampling? Yeah. <laughs> and then a few songs later, I got Bad Romance by Lady Gaga. And I was like, this song has layers. This song has depth. This song is intricate yet catchy. Mm -hmm. I was like, how is this song three songs away from a milli, 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 milli with a pretty average flow from Wheezy? Well, first of all, it's a milli, a milli, a milli, okay, a milli, okay. I'm a, Thanks, I'm a Mike. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Uh, I think it's just because. The beat in that with the the Amelia just became iconic for that year. Like it was a really really big hit. God, it's annoying. Oh, AF. I love it. There's another song that Tech Nine does that has a similar uh, thought process where something he says became the beat. I love it. It's really catchy. There's also a lot of weird things on here. Like of all the the next song after Bad Romance was a Robert Johnson blues song, and I get it. Crossroads is famous, but Crossroads is famous because Eric Clapton made it famous. It's like my 10th favorite Robert Johnson song. Well, 10th best Robert Johnson song. I did I'm notice, trying to eliminate my favorites from the conversation. I, I did notice that uh, oftentimes they Back would- Back that ass up. They would, up shortly after that, mm. which I was really into. <laughs> uh, right after Just a Friend well, by I forgot about, I forgot about Mystical. Um, the, uh, uh, that's Juvenile, oh, my that's friend. Right. Yeah, also yeah, yeah. Lil Wayne on that song, Young oh, really? Wheezy. Um I think what they did is they did a lot of original versions of songs that may have been popularized by somebody else. There is a song that I have on there that was both versions of it are in the top 500. Oh, that's pretty cool. At some point, I think you'll come up to that. But Yeah, I ran into Redbone by Childish Cambino. Yeah, that's, off, that's his newer sound, the more bluesy, less rap sound. That is not his beat. I've heard that beat before. No, that's that song was originally made. I watched a video of um, Ludwig van Grossen, who is like an amazing musician, composer for a lot of movies nowadays. That's a that's a from scratch beat. Really? Yep. Because I know that beat. I heard that beat, and I was like, "This song is on the list, and not the original." Do you know it because of Redbone? 
I guess so. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. It blew my mind. I did love how much I've heard, how much love there has been to uh, female singers. I have really enjoyed that. Patti Smith, Gladys Knight, um, Carol King, Diana Ross. I'm sure there's some others that I'm not thinking about right now. I did love the excitement and addition of some great women's songs. Uh, I've heard three Prince songs which gets me really kind of excited about. Uh, I'm really kind of into that. Uh, I learned that there is a song by Harry Styles that I think is kind of good. Okay. Did you get to BTS, though? No. I don't Which know what is, that is. That's the uh, the uh, Japanese? Korean? K-pop. 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 It's K-pop. No, I have not gotten to that. Have you gotten to Migos yet? Bad and bougie. No. <laughs> Oh, you, you just wait. <laughs> He's going to hate that song. <laughs> um, but, yeah, there's some cool things in here. I, there, I, the country stuff is really intriguing to me because, like. Like, like Old Town Road? Uh, no, like uh, Tammy Wynette was in there. Merle Haggard was in there. But then this song by Eric Church, whoever that is. He's pretty popular. That I thought was really, really really awful um and then there was another song i'm scrolling through the playlist right before bad and bougie going in reverse order is africa by toto (laughs) and then there was this other song by this like vibe into that oh there it is migos comes on there's this other song by some woman named casey musgraves it's another country artist called merry go round same trailer different park and I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> well, so, I like okay. the album title, same okay. trailer, okay. different part. I can't do this. But did, but you, did you listen was, to the whole song? I listened to the whole song. I'm sorry. And I, and I was like, this is GD terrible. So you're listening to every song? Every song. I'm not skipping. That that's, is, that's my plan as that well. That is much more than I, I mean, I was, I threw on the playlist last week after we ended the show. And I was just skipping through songs left and right. I was right. like, nope, not, nope, not going to listen to that. Before, nope, pass. Before her was Box of Rain by the Dead, and then Could You Be Loved by Bob. And then went to Merry Go Round. I was like, all right, it's 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 different styles. You gotta let it go. You've never heard this song. This song sucks. And then it went The Harder They Come by Cliff, Little Red Corvette by Prince, Killing Me Softly Fuji style, Because the Night by Patti Smith. And then it got to a song called Blank Space. Taylor Swift. And I said, you know what? This is better than same trailer, different park. Mm. Probably. I mean, most modern country is pretty garbage nowadays. So. Well, Taylor Swift is popular for a reason. I mean, it's not bad. Where am I right now? Right now, I am currently at Ripple. Oh, man. I just, oh, I'm trying not to cheat. I just saw the song next to it. If you listen to Redbone, the song you, after Ripple did is hear one of bad my, and bougie, by the way. <laughs> the song after Ripple is one of my favorite songs. You just blacked out for four minutes. Wait, what is it called? Bad and bougie. Bad and bougie. Bad and bougie. If you've already passed Redbone, then you've already listened to that. Where is bad and bougie? It's like four fifty one or something. Who does that? Migos and Lil Uzi Vert, man. Oh God, Hotline Bling. Holy God, that song <laughs> sucks. You must have listened to it then, though. I did. I oh. did. <laughs> uh, what's the song I'm looking for? Bad and bougie. It definitely wasn't Party Up by DMX. No, that's probably in the top hundred. <gasps> No, Should that be. was in the top 400, and that thing was banging out my car. 
So was Bring the Noise by Public Enemy. <laughs> My girlfriend told me, she goes, I go, who is this Harry Styles guy? Was he in One Direction? She was like, nice, good for you. And I was like, yeah, well, why, why are people in him? She was like, well, he's got this really good, like, David Bowie vibe to him. And oh, I was like, oh. Sign me up immediately. I was like, oh, wow. Like, his music? Is that experimental? I and she goes, no, no. I just mean he's kind of non-gender profile, kind of model-esque, stylish meets music. And I went, oh, wait, is his music like Bowie? <gasps> and no. she goes, no, no, I know you and your sister have this big thing about Bowie and how he's the coolest person ever. So then I started playing it when we were in the house. David Bowie is fantastic. And Station to Station from Bowie came on, and it started. And I turned to my girl and I said, have you heard this? This is the new Harry Styles. Have you heard this new Harry Styles song? This is amazing. <laughs> and she goes, this is Harry Styles? And I go, no, it's David Bowie. And she goes, I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. And I was like, well, don't tell me somebody's the next David Bowie. Does he have a mullet? Yeah, as uh, someone who... I still don't know how I missed this bougie AF. What is this song called? Bad and Bougie. Bad and Bougie. For the fifth time. Okay, now I remember. Uh, Neil Young was after it, and I was like, get me out of here. Yeah, that song... That song sucks. That song goes. Slaps. But Erica Badu, Sade, Shaka Khan. Like, I was way into that stuff. (laughs) Well, you're finding things to like. That's good. Fantasy by Mariah Carey in the top 400. Oh, okay. That's it's like I mean, a top 100 I mean, song. Sh- oh, that's a top 100 song. Come on, Mariah. No. Mariah's queen. Get out of here, dude. Mariah's the queen. I mean, it's good that you got a Mariah song in there, but I think it's probably pretty fairly ranked. Anyway, so Thank I'm power listening, through. guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, that. I'm probably at 375, 350. I'm probably somewhere around there. I'm, I'm trying to keep it going, Mike. I'm, I'm listening to every song. Well, that's There's the, some cool world music in there that I've been really into. Ah, uh, did you get to D'Angelo yet? I did get a D'Angelo song, how, and baby, I was how bumping. How does it feel? Oh, my God. I was, like, sitting in the car, like, waiting for a red light, just kind of grooving. You message your girlfriend, where are you right now? Yeah, right now, Albatross. Let's go. No, the uh, (laughs) the plan is to listen to that with my girlfriend together, so we just haven't had a chance to do it yet. But uh, I'm glad that you guys are taking advantage of of my work. I just, if these are the best. I made the rankings. if If these are the best choices of modern music, I have issues. Okay. Because a lot of these, just to me, are and, and most of them, almost 95% of the newer stuff, it's the first time I've heard it. I think the difference you have to think here is this is not the best of modern music. It's the most, it's the best of pop music. Oof. This this list is very heavily like, it, it's these songs were all popular. The 500 at some point. best hits of all time? Well, it's Rolling Stone. So mm. you know what Rolling Stone likes, sure, you know sure. what Rolling Stone talks about. All of the songs on this have been hits in some way, shape, or form at some point, or at least popular. So is Bad and Bougie the best indication of modern music? No. But was Bad and Bougie a massive hit when it came out? Absolutely. freaking Lulee. I did get blasted. I left here today at 310 and was on 84 because I had to run out to Camus. And I heard Today Was a Good Day by Ice Cube. The banger post NWA that it lives in infamy as one of the great hip hop songs of all time. And because I'm listening to this playlist and really listening to songs, I listened to that and said to myself, this is not a good flow. <laughs> a song that you liked a lot. Song that is it's iconic. Yeah. I mean, today was a good day by Ice Cube, yep. The Predator. Mm-hmm. That that album came out, dude, and it changed the world. 
not change the world, but it was big. Cube had left NWA. He was on his own. Didn't have Dre beats. How are you going to do? Good Day came out. And it was like, whoa, Cube's here. And I listened to it, and I was like, bro, you're kind of a crappy rapper. Ooh. There you go. See, that's the other fun thing is you'll change your opinions on things you used to like a lot. And then I heard Bad Romance at number, like, 476, and I was like, we going to crank that. Mm-hmm. I heard Believe by Cher today at, like, 385, and I was like, we going to crank that. <laughs> Do you believe in life after love? All right, we got to get out of here. All right, when we come back, we'll check in on the wild card races and see where we stand and who's looking good. We'll do all that next. Hot Corner, today the fan. You know, young rich. You know, so we ain't really never had no old money. We got a whole lot of This money, is though. the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Hey! Raindrop. Drop top. Drop top. Smoking no cooking the hot box. Cooking on your bitch, yeah, dot, dot, dot. Cooking up deep in the crock pot, pot. We came from nothing to something. Hey! I don't try nobody grit the trick. Nobody call up the gang and they come and get janked. Cry me your river, give you a tissue. Here we go now. Bad and bullshit. Bad. Here we go now. With a Uzi. My Talking to me like, chukity-gadah, chukity-gadah, da boo da da Okay. Yeah, man, I think this stuff kind of sucks. Dad, stop. You're embarrassing me. Dad! Dad? Dad? I'm going to be the guy playing, like, Akila outside while I'm picking you up from school. Put it in my mouth. In my mother effing mouth. There is a, there is a viral video going around last week of uh, mom or dad. It, you know, it was a faceless person. It was their camera. Mm-hmm. Trying to embarrass my kid when he was leaving school. And their son is walking out from, it looked like high school or maybe an older middle school kid. And they're blasting, I'm a Barbie girl. In a Barbie world out the window as he's walking up. Yep. And that's a good album. He doesn't get embarrassed and he starts track 13. He starts (laughs) dancing to it. And then every one of his friends in the background also starts dancing to it. Uh And she was like, he or she was like trying to embarrass my son. It backfired. (laughs) They were all fully into it. I don't think it backfired. I think that's the moment where you say, all right, my kids, my kids legit. But apparently all of his friends liked it too. (laughs) So real quickly at my old job, there were bad pop music. That's all kids know. This text says worst bumper music I've ever heard. That's a top 500 song of all time to you, sir. How dare you? Uh, There was this old living room we had with a real nice Tammy Wynette and the Fugees. It had a real nice home theater system in it. And sometimes kids roaming the mall would come in and, they would start connecting their phone and playing music to it. And then I would be in the other room and I'd connect raining men to it <laughs> and then just slowly turn the volume up as loud as possible. And then one time I did Barbie girl and ex- they called my bluff on that one. They, yeah. they didn't even flinch. They weren't like, they were singing along. Oh, they were in there. Yeah. Dancing. I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. You guys win this one. Well, I, Such dad stuff. I had this happen to me once. Uh, I had an, an employee who told me that one of his old bosses used to do this at after last call and you've closed up, but people are like hanging around and you're like trying to get them out, but it's not 2 a.m. It's like a nod dive bar. So it's like it's like 1030, but it's like, hey, we close at 10. Can you guys just like leave? <laughs> and he told me about this. And so I started doing it. And it was you play Careless Whisper by George Michael on repeat. And each time the song restarts, you turn the volume up one notch. Mm. And it worked all the time until one night there was like eight dudes sitting at a table. And I got through like sixth time through and the place is blaring 
this beautiful sax. And the guys eventually start getting up to leave. They're looking around. They're like, I don't know. And I think they even said to somebody, I don't know who keeps playing that song. God, I love that song. You're just like. Joe just made it louder, too. I could tell. Do you know he wrote that song when he was 16 years old and thought it was the worst song he'd ever written? Hmm. Until he got famous and he was like, well, I'll dust this bad boy up. He's going up one volume. Yes, I just said that. Dude, I'm out. It's so good. Okay. It's so good. It's so good. Anyway. Is it better than this? Better than this horn? I mean, all sources are saying that Clay Thompson's healing process is going well right now. Is that what says out the source? Damn it, I can't give a straight face. Is that what the sources Suck are it. saying? Suck it, Mike! <laughs> I wanted to lean into the NBA show stuff, but... Uh, and no. breaking news, Andrew Wiggins found a shot that he wouldn't take. <laughs> I saw that tweet. <laughs> nope, made Con- that up on my own. Content stealer. <laughs> Off the top of my head. <laughs> Off the top of my head. Well, I Baseball? told you I told you that we would give yeah, you... Yeah, we're at break. <laughs> I told you we'd give you wild card updates. The Boston Red Sox are leading the American wild card by two games. That's ahead of the Yankees, who are a half game up on Toronto. And Oakland and Seattle are currently three games back from that. And that, my friends, is all I've got. There's my friend Joe with sports. Is it fair? Oh, my goodness. That's a fair ball. Or is it foul? Well, he thought it was foul, I think. A knowledge test for Patrick and Mike to see how well they know the big leagues. Mathematics and strange symbols now as far as Major League Baseball is concerned. The OBP and the SLG and the ISO and the you name it. And what our distinguished hosts think about the stories that popped up around the big leagues. Peralta knocks it into center. David tonight, two for two, a leadoff single here in the fourth. And nobody noticed. This is Fair or Foul on the... The Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. All right, we do this bad boy every single Wednesday at the bottom of the second hour. This is Fair or Foul. Without further ado, before I introduce you to our fantastic producer, I just want to say I like the movie Alien better than Predator. That's my man, Joseph Fisher III. Uh, can't say that I've seen Predator. That's all right. It's not that great. I've seen Alien vs. Predator. Uh, probably worse. <laughs> yeah. You I, do uh, get the great line from Jesse Ventura. I ain't got time to bleed. In Predator? Yeah. That's great. Is, plus, uh, plus Carl Weathers is in it. I was going to say, that's the one with Arnold, right? Yeah. Arnold, Carl Weathers, and uh, uh, Jesse the body. Carl Weathers. I didn't yeah, know it's it. post-Rocky. Yeah, I didn't know. Uh, you know, I just figured out the other day that uh, Carl Weathers was, you know, Creed as well. Apollo Creed, yeah. yeah. Didn't realize that until like a week or so ago. Alien, better movie. Aliens, also a better movie. Uh, debatable. Depends on what you like. Do you like more of the thriller or the action vibe? Yeah, it depends on what you like. Crappy or good. <laughs> I mean, Alien was good. Yeah. Great. You know who else is good? Joey Votto. Bryce Harper. Team-wise. Joe Fisher. I am good. I am the one that's good. Yeah, you are. Um, team. The Rays. 
Yes, Mike. Mm-hmm. That is right. And that's where I'm going with this. Deep drive to left field? Uh, no. Oh, yeah. You don't have yours on. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Fire it off. Go for it, Patrick. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. Three yeah, hours I, later. I clicked that thing two hours ago. <clears throat> All okay. right. You said the Rays. Yes, the Rays. They're very good. They made the playoffs for a third straight year. We'll do a quick uh, twosome fair foul fact base. This is the longest playoff streak in the currently in the AL East. Of all the AL East teams, three straight playoffs made. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, it's definitely not the Orioles, so well, we can yeah, count that out. And it's not the Blue Jays. This is all about Red Sox, Yankees. Uh, the Red Sox didn't make the playoffs last year, so I know they're out. Um, boy, it's that Yanks. They've struggled, but they always seem to sneak themselves in. You said so. This is the third year in a row for the Rays. Yes, I'm trying Franch- to think. Franchise now. best third year in a row. Um, I think the last time they missed was 2017. So I'll say foul. It's the Yankees who are on a longer streak. I think it is also foul. I think the Yankees are probably at four. This could be five, or they're at three, and this could be four. Uh, I feel like they, but I feel like they did miss a year under the great management of Aaron Boone. No, they did not miss under Aaron Boone. Since Aaron Boone has been there, I'm almost positive they've made every year. Then this has to be found. And it is. The Yankees currently on four straight, possibly five, after this uh, wild card race comes to an end. We shall see. I believe the year that Joe Girardi was fired was the year they missed the playoffs. Oh, how dare you not make the playoffs, mister? Thanks for winning us a World Series with an overpaid team with no youth. Uh, okay. Uh, Sorry, that was drastic, <laughs> dramatic. You got uh, more emotions about it than I do, and I'm the Yankee fan. Degradating, like whatever you want, man. Uh, another uh, raise question. They have 94 wins on the season, fair or foul? Most in Tampa Bay Devil Rays history. And that's not a trick question. I mean, the Say entire 94 wins, most in Tampa Bay Devil Rays history. And Good I'm not, not going on like a trick. Like, oh, well, the Devil oh, Rays. The Devil Rays. They won 95. Technically, the Devil Rays only won this much. But the Rays. So most in franchise history. Oh, boy. And that's still with nine games left in the season. C. I'll say fair. I'll, I'll say I'll say fair. You sound like me. <laughs> I'll say fair. No, I mean the the only thing that's it the number ninety eight is stuck in my head. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's because they've won ninety eight once before, or if because I'm imagining that they've won ninety eight because I want to trick myself into saying foul. But I'm gonna say I'm gonna say fair. Uh, it's interesting because you look back at it, and they went to a World Series in two thousand nine. Albeit one of the worst World Series I've seen in the last 20 years. Um, 2008. 2000, God, I always get eight and nine mixed up. Um, nine was the Yankees, right? It was. Nine is the Yankees. Eight is the Rays. But I I don't know. Phillies, See, Rays, the, Phillies, Yankees. The Phillies were in both. That's yeah, why th- that's, that's why it confuses me. Uh, and the Rays is the rain delay and just not a great World Series. Um, but what is struggling for me is that I don't know how often the Rays have won the division. I think it's only like twice. Exactly. And that's what makes me lean towards 
fair that this being the most wins? Because usually they kind of like sneak in in a wild card, and this is pre, you know, one game playoff wild card. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with fair. Yeah, I think this is the most they've won. And what'd you say, Mike? I said fair, but if it's foul and the win total is 98, you should still give me the point. Well, if you take their win percentage over the 60 game season, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. This is foul. They have won. 97 games during ah. their World Series run. Ah. I even brought it up. No! Their World Series run uh, season, 97, and then they won 96 in 2010. Oh, okay. So two years after that, they won 96. And then uh, two years ago, they won 96. I was one off. Are you joking me? That's why it's called fair foul, brah. Why am I a baseball show host? I don't know, man. Uh, but yes, best win percentage uh, was last year. They won a third or two thirds of their games. I mean, to be fair, Mike, it is Harris and Lynch. Right. You are number two. Well, did you know 97? I didn't hear you saying 97 over there. So. Well, I know, but I don't live in the American League East like you do. That's right. You live in the crappy American League Central. Such a loser. And their win percentage last year. You get to watch the stupid Tigers and Twins all the time. Yeah, dude. Tigers are kind of good for a crappy team. This year? Yeah. I'm talking long term, man. Oh, yeah. 03 when they lost 116. Yeah, I watched some of those games. It's not good. Probably watched 19 of them. Probably. Sounds about right. Orioles what? Um... (laughs) By the way, if... Uh, Sounds like me whenever somebody mentions drunk. I'm like, go Cougs. Full season, last year, the Rays would have had 107 wins with that win percentage. Oh, really? Yes. yes. I mean, they did go to the World Series, so... Yeah, they were pretty good. I hope they go to the World Series this year. I hope they win it. I hope they go to the World Series this year because they're completely different than they were last year. It's like, last year we pitch and get timely hitting. This year, <laughs> it's like, we can't pitch, but we hit all day. <laughs> this... I just saw this come across Twitter. The Giants announcers are broadcasting Giants Padres, and they found out that the Dodgers lost. And this was the quote. How do you find out that they lost? Aren't you covering the game? Well, they're announcing the Giants Padres game. So someone was probably like, hey, by the way, it's final. The Dodgers lost. Oh, 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 gotcha. I wasn't, fo- I wasn't following. My bad. I thought you meant the Giants announcers found out the Giants lost. No, the Dodgers lost. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And they said, have a cocktail. Have a gummy. Whatever. <laughs> 2021, everybody. Have a gummy. Tally, you're the worst character ever. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. All right, moving on from one really good team to, um, I think it's fair to say at this point in the season, a disappointing team with their uh, preseason expectations. That is uh, the San Diego Padres yelling at each other in the dugouts. Manny Machado, the leader, the veteran that he is, trying to keep that young buck to uh, Tatis his head on straight. But had a great game last night. Is it enough to save Jace Tingler's job? No, fair that's... foul. Jace Tingler will be fired this offseason. Yeah, fair. Uh, I Ooh, saw. I saw Mike coming out hot in that take. Not hesitating at all. Well, not at all. I saw something yesterday that I didn't was even thought about this. Mike's like, I got an answer. Well, yeah, I, saw, I read something about this yesterday. It was uh, it was a, an athletic article, but somebody shared like a screen grab of it, um, and it was basically saying how that most people in the in the uh, organization believe 
that in order for the Padres to take that final step, it cannot be with Jace Tingler. Why? Because he is not a respected manager in that clubhouse. Uh, Why? You need a they, well, they believe you need more of a veteran manager who understands playoff chases and the stresses that come with the season. Sorry, Tony La Russa's already got a job. <laughs> I was just going to say, uh, Tony La Russa? Leading, uh, managing a division-leading team, by the way. Okay. Not, not and, too hard in the yeah, AL Central. Yeah, okay. But... Says the manager's crapped all over my division. What's um, Bobby Cox doing? The, <laughs> is he alive? The only thing that, they, that the article then said. cross him off. Was that the decision comes down to A.J. Preller, who's the GM. And A.J. Preller is a Jace Tingler guy. But most who talk to A.J. Preller are telling him they don't think Tingler's the guy. Okay. So it's going to be... It's going to be a bit of an internal battle about this, especially because the Padres really have faded down the stretch here. Right. Um, I think Jace Tingler is gone, and I think they go for, a, if not an old manager, at least somebody who has more experience. I will say foul because, I mean, I am not as up to this as as, as Mike is on this. I will say foul just because I think injuries plays a lot into what's happened to them this year. Um, and also... I mean, I mean, Mike, you, you make a great case. I actually believe you, but just trying to, like, be true to my own brain, uh, I will say foul, mostly because I don't know who else they're going to go get. I don't know who that veteran playoff experienced guy. Ron Gardenhire. That, yeah, that they're going to go find unless somehow San Diego digs Bruce Bochy out of the graves to bring him back. Jim Leland. Here are two or names. Or Jim Leland. I love Jim Leland. Here are two names although I will you present can't, to you. Although you can't smoke in California, so uh, Jim Leland's going to be real pissy about that. Here are two names I will present to you. Both current managers, both on really bad teams. What, you, you, you think A.J. Hinch is just going to walk away from the Tigers? Don Mattingly. Oh, gross. He had no postseason experience. Get out of here. Davey Martinez. Nobody likes Davey Martinez. He's a whipping post despite winning a World Series. Those are two teams who are not performing very well. One of them expected to be bad. The other, not so much. Could the Padres give them an offer they can't refuse? Oh, I'll bet you Jeets keeps Mattingly. I don't think he's going to let him go. Both, both those are not better replacements, in my opinion. Is Felipe Alou still alive? Yeah, right? Like, I'd rather go get that guy. Would you really? No, but you know Literally what I mean? zero managerial experience. Yeah, where's Cito Gaston? I'd rather have that guy. Lou Pinella. Yeah, go get Sweet Lou. I would do that. I would do that. Go get Buck <laughs> Showalter. I would not do that. Don't do that. Go get Joe Torre. You're supposed to have Buck Showalter now. All right. So then you fire Buck, bring in a new manager, and, win, and win four of the next five. Moving on. Got to get to these last two. I've we seen do? it. I've seen it. I mean, not really. It's one's just kind no, of. No, but he did the work, so let's go. Yeah. Braves. Uh, cascade of booze rained down from the stands. That's the text line right now. Um, talk about the Braves real quick. Okay. Bravos. Well, they want to send in those texts. Move it along. Uh, they're going to make the playoffs, which it's, I don't know. They've had a somewhat meh season, as Mike Lynch would say. But they've got some good hitters in the infield, so good that they are fair or foul, the first team in MLB history to have their first, second, and third baseman hit 30-plus home runs in a season. Uh, Freddie Freeman, Ozzie Albies, Austin Riley. 
with Dansby Swanson yeah, and Short. Did you say first, second, third, and short? First, second, and third. No short. No leave, short. Leave short out of it. Because Dansby has like 26 home runs this year, too. Well, um, then that would be foul, wouldn't it? Uh, by the way, the Braves. Who is this guy? Only three games up on the Phillies in the division. They are not locked into the playoffs yet. Not yet. Well, mm, I'm going to give it to the Braves. Just throwing it out there. It's true. It's true. But Braves have won four in a row to put their last 10 at a great five and five. Very, very. <laughs> Freddie Freeman quietly having a follow up MVP season. Fair foul. I don't know. I don't know if Freeman's been hitting as many homers this year. Don't I, care, man. He's still the guy. I know Austin Riley is hitting them out in bunches. Yeah, 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 yeah. Albies is yeah, having a decent season. The fact this doesn't include Dansby is very interesting because he's the one who has the most home runs that I know of. But um, outside of Riley, I'll say first, second, and third. Boy, like in the in the mid two thousands, there were a couple of second basemen who were definitely roiding who hit a bunch of homers. Ryan Dozier, I'm looking at you, and um, Brady Anderson. And I, well, I was thinking more two thousands, not late nineties. Mm. But um, so first, Robinson third, Cano. Robinson Cano. Ooh, that could be a good one. Cano, who was the first and third baseman when Cano was hitting all those bombs? Well, Jeets would be at. Was that Teixeira? A Rod would be A Rod and Teixeira, and Teixeira would be at first. And Cano, that might be the one. That might be the one. Ooh, I'm riding that train. Yeah, I'm you gonna can say, pick what you want. I'm, I'm riding say, that. Train. I'm gonna say foul. Both foul. Yeah. It is foul. It's not that team though. It is the 2019 Astros. Oh, uh, duh. Bregman, Altuve, and Trash up. cans. Trash cans. Guriel. Yep. Altuve, oh, Bregman. Yep. Trash cans cheating. Okay, what if it wasn't cheaters? Well, then, <laughs> then it would be the first time. Then, then it, it would be the first time ever. Oh, man. I can't believe Tex, Cano, and A-Rod didn't ding-a-ding-a-ding-a-ding-ding. And what was the number of home runs total? Uh, 30 plus home runs. Each. Each, yes. Hmm. And little. then our last one real quickly, fair or foul, new worst first pitch of all time, Conor McGregor. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, worse than 50 cents? It's not worse than 50 cents. It's cent. not worse than 50, but it's not good. I mean, I mean it's up there. It ricocheted off the right backstop and bounced all the way across yeah, to the but left it, side of the backstop. Yeah, but it went forward, okay? 50s went down. <laughs> I, I'd have to look at 50s again. It, it's not good. And he instantly goes, yo, yo, give me another one. And Connor's just like, who cares? I'm rich, man. Here's the uh, answer to our trivia question. I just pulled up 2009. That was the World Series team. Mark Teixeira, 39 home runs. Okay. Alex Rodriguez, 30 home runs. Okay. Robinson Cano, 25 ah. home runs. What about Jeets? Derek Jeter 12, had 18. 18, and he probably had 17 errors at short and somehow miraculously won a gold glove. There, there were two more hitters <laughs> that had more homers than Robbie Cano on that team. I'm going to go with Matsui in the outfield. DH, yeah, Matsui. And, he had 28. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, da, 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 da. Very divisive player. Personality. Not gonna. Not gonna. Super broy. Not gonna. On TV now. Nick Swisher had 29 homers that year. All right, there you go. All right, that's fair or foul. Thank you, Joe. Johnny Damon at 24. We do that every single. What a sellout. We do that every single week at the bottom of the second hour. So when we come back, we'll wrap this bad boy up. Hot corner today, the fan.
This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. All right, that's going to do it for us tonight. Um, That's the little things. What's happening on Twitter? The Wonder Years is on ABC tonight. I love that show. Fred Savage. Uh, I like how you went to what's happening and went to the promoted tweet. I don't care, man. The Wonder Years, I love that show. Twitter's like, ah, gotcha. Gotcha. You're talking about it on the air. Yeah, Joe Cocker does the the Beatles theme song for it. Dude, that sounds great. I'm going to click on this. Let's see. The Wonder Years. Oh, Guys, no. the algorithm's working. Oh, Somebody no. clicked on the sponsor yes. Oh, no. Ah! Oh, no, guys. How old was he? 75? Guys, we're, we're, we're in big trouble. He wears here. a driver's hat, it looks like. <laughs> guys, we're in big trouble here. He thought he wasn't wearing his glasses, but he was. It is not Fred Savage Wonder Years. Oh, no. You haven't seen the, the promotion of this show lately? No, dude. I don't have TV. It's Hey, the, you got social media. But, I mean, I saw the Wonder Years and started talking about Fred Savage, clicked on it, and I was like, oh, no. it's a no. redo. They're redoing it. Making it more hip, more Gen Z. Oh, that, that, was, that, was, that was a nice way to describe that it's black people now, Joe. Good job. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, baseball is still coming along, so follow those series. We'll keep you up. The Mariners won tonight, uh, which puts them ahead of Oakland. Big series with Yanks and Red Sox coming up. American League wildcard is still open. Mariners are two and a half. It's tough with only like nine games to go. But uh, But the benefit for the Mariners is that the Yankees play the Red Sox and the Blue Jays back to back. So there is a chance for them to beat up on each other a little bit, which could open the door for the Mariners if they have a couple of wins in a row to kind of sneak themselves a game or two back into the picture. And I'll tell you what, if the Mariners make the playoffs, I will not be here for I will be at that game. There's no way I miss a Mariner playoff game. Uh, lucky for us, this year, American League wildcard game, Tuesday. Bam. National League wildcard Bam, game, Wednesday. Baby. Then we're back to do the Wednesday show. All right, that'll do it for us. For Mike Lynch, Joe Fish behind the glass, I'm Patrick Harris. Go do something I would do, like just love the living S out of George Michael. <laughs>